Hey guys, thank you for joining us for this week's episode. In today's episode, Michael and I are the only ones here, so we decided to talk about what we want. Um, our first topic we decided to talk about would be crazy driving and car accident stories because, I don't know, thought it'd be interesting to talk about. Michael, you got anything? Oh, well, I mean, I've had a lot of close calls. Luckily, I've never been in an actual accident in which I've been at fault. All of the other times where it's been really close, it's, you know, the other driver. And I'm not just saying that because I'm biased, but um, <laughs> it's true. I had one time that I pulled up into Walmart. It was before one of my one of my trips. I had to go grab something really quick. I parked in parking stall kind of farther away from the main entrance, sitting there in my car, getting, you know, my things together, turn off the car. Right as I turn off the car, there's this other car, this like old white Toyota Corolla that like comes up and parks right next to me. But as it's coming up, they make a turn and the turn isn't sharp enough and they scrape the paint off the side of my car. It's still there. There's a mark. Oh, gosh. And it's like I I sat there in my car just like, is did this really happen? I'm parked here perfectly in the lines away from the main entrance, away from other cars. And this one car decides to park next to me. And actually yeah, scrapes up against my car. And you do this. Exactly. And part of me, I don't know, inside was, I was just like really pissed, but I was, I was breathing. I was like, stay calm, stay calm, get out of the car. And I look, I look over at them and one of them smoking a cigarette. The other one is just sitting there. And I walk over and I look at my car and I see the white line. And I'm like, uh, against my black car that their car made against mine. And I'm, I'm just standing there like, oh my gosh. Luckily, it didn't, you know, hit anything else. No further damage, didn't hit any tires or anything like that. Just the paint. And I look at them and I'm, I sit there for the longest time. I'm wondering if they even notice me. And they finally get out of the car. And I was like, hey, you realize you hit my car, right? And they're like, oh, we didn't feel it. And I'm like, how could you not feel it? My car literally shook. <laughs> so... You know, we worked things what out. The she was, the, the woman was super apologetic that hit me. And, um, you know, that's, I think, the closest or anything, you know, even remotely dramatic that happened with me and my okay. driving experience. So, just imagine so. being so out of it. You didn't even realize you just I, a rock from hitting someone else. Can't I imagine. don't know. I don't know if they were trying to cover it up or if they genuinely did <laughs> not. And if they genuinely did wild. not feel feel it you know hitting my car in a smaller and older toyota then should they be driving is the other question but you know i'm yeah, past exactly. that we exchanged insurance information she gave me her insurance information it's just a scratch no paint job needed or anything like that so nothing has really come yeah. out of it so luckily that's been good but i know you cam have had some crazy stories with driving so yeah so okay 2019 on 9/11 no less. Uh, this was like, well, I got my license on my birthday, so right at the end of July, and uh, so this was just a few months, and we were. I was getting on the freeway. I was driving my brother to his soccer practice right after school, and I was in my mom's van. Uh, Mike, you good? You're you keep like making weird noises with your mic. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I think my mic is cutting in and out. We might, we can just edit oh, that out later. Probably cut it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was driving my mom's van because I didn't, I wasn't able to drive my current car that I'm driving in right now because it was a manual and I was still learning that. So I was driving my mom's van. 
it was this blue, uh, what was it? 2014 town and country, uh, so Chrysler. Dodge? I think. Oh, it was Chrysler. No, it was a Chrysler. Yeah. So I was getting on the freeway and it was pretty, it, the traffic was pretty bad. And it also just like, just rained super hard. And so I was trying to merge over on a traffic and everyone was slowing down. And so I was slowing down to match traffic. Once I move over, people in front of me just start slamming on their brakes. And it took me a second to realize what was going on. So then I hit my brakes, but I'm in this big van. The roads are slick and everyone slammed their brakes and I wasn't able to stop in time. So I ended up hitting the car in front of me at about what, like 30 miles an hour. And they end up rocking forward and hitting the person in front of them. So we oh pull God. over. And call the, like, I had a call, I was like panicking because I was like, what the heck just happened? Because, you know, this is the first few months that I've had my license. Oh, man, that's and, terrible. Oh, it was terrifying. So we call the cops, he comes over, he directs us to get off the freeway and go to this R&R barbecue that was off the next exit. So we go over, and the thing was, is like, the officer's R &R. like, are you okay. sure your dry, your car can This is like right at, dude? right at Pleasant Grove Boulevard then. Yeah, that, that one okay. right there. And he was asking, he was asking me, he's like, can your car turn on? Because the front of the van was squished. So I turn it on and it's running fine. It was kind of loud. And so he was like, hey, just take it slow. Turn on your emergency lights. I'll be right behind you. And we just go over. So I'm going like 40 miles an hour on the freeway as the officer's right behind me with his emergency lights on too. We get over fixing this. So... This took this took hours to fix. Had to have my parents oh my pick gosh. me up. We had to get the van towed. My brother missed his soccer practice, and it was funny because he was he didn't want to go, and so he was like, "Well, uh, thanks for um thanks for making it so I didn't have to go." And I was like, "Yeah, that just for you, Sean, just for you, just for you." <laughs> so the Smart van ended up getting totaled. We had to, um, and so we had to get a, another van, and. It, now this one is a 2001 Town and Country Chrysler, and I always get crap because this car makes clicking noises, like because things are rubbing against each other in the back. So every like week, there's a new noise that's being made, and it's infuriating sometimes. And my family will make fun of me for that. I'm like, listen, sorry, didn't want to. I'll miss the old van too. And that was just <laughs> my first accident. So then a little while later, there's I was more. Yeah, so the second accident, this one wasn't my fault. Uh, this okay. was some other guy. And going to an orthodontist appointment, my orthodontist is in Saratoga Springs. So okay. I was, this was like in the morning at eight o'clock on a school day. And so I was, uh, the plan was like I'd only miss like my first two periods of the day. Mm -hmm. And so we get there, we do a checkup with our braces, my brother and I, and we start heading out, um, get on Redwood. And turn, try to get turn left to get on the Pioneer Crossing to head up onto the freeway. And I get on the, and because this intersection is kind of confusing for people that haven't been on there because it's a continuous flow intersection. And so I'm in the right hand left turn lane. So turning left, it's two lanes to turn left. I'm in the right hand one. There's this other dude that's on the left one and the light turns green and we start going. Well, this dude apparently was confused on where we're supposed to be turning into, even though there was a dotted line. Mm -hmm. And actually, I don't remember if there was a dotted line at the time. Oh, but, okay. So he could, he decided to play it safe and to continue going to the next street over, which was where the other traffic turns left. So we weren't supposed to go in there. 
and he's not paying attention and doesn't realize that I'm right there. And I turn over and I see him like going towards me and I was like, no, don't, I don't want this to happen. So I hit my, um, hit my horn and he ends up scraping into the back of my car. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, are you kidding me now? I got school. So I pull off to the side and he, he apologized because it was obviously his fault, you know? And I was just like, it's fine. I mean, whatever. Call, I call my dad because he was getting ready for the day. And I was like, listen, got another accident. And he's like, Cam, what did you do? Like, I was like, it's not my fault. And I explained the situation to him. And he's like, okay, I'll be over. He, the other guy calls the cops. The guy, one of, and it was like a non-emergency thing. He comes yeah, over. Yeah, non-emergency line. Yeah. So my dad ends up coming over, gets close, right? And it was just a minor scrape. We got a car wash and it was just kind of scraped off. And okay, missing yeah. just a little bit of paint, so it was nothing bad. But and we didn't do any insurance claim, insurance claim because it was just a minor scratch that you barely notice. And we're like, we're not gonna mess with this dude because of this. Yeah, no, that's so completely fair. Those were like my two big things. That one was kind of more just annoying because instead of missing the instead of missing one or two periods, I missed the entire first half of school day. And then, even though it wasn't my fault, everyone gave me crap because I already got in a previous accident. It was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. guys, it's not my fault, and it didn't matter. They still make fun of me. It's, it's very, I don't know, it's, it's hard to, to picture, you know, just a couple of years ago, us being in early high school, middle school, even elementary school, being like, oh, driving is so far away. Um, it's definitely one of those things that's a, I want to say like a milestone, you know, in life. Yeah. It's like when you're when you're first behind the wheel and you're able to drive, you have that sort of freedom that comes with it. And that's it's really weird, especially for high school students now that are getting their licenses. I bet they feel the exact same way we do. Just know if you get into oh, an so accident. Weird seeing like yeah. sophomores and juniors oh, yeah. getting licensed now. Wild. It is I'm wild. Like, you guys, what is going on? And and for them, if they're listening, you know, just I think some some things that we've learned is to stay calm, um, always always signal, and then if you do get into an oh. accident, stay calm. Call the non-emergency line. There are you know non-emergency unless lines. Unless it's bad. Unless it's really bad. Yep. Unless there's medical attention that needs to be required. Unless there's serious injuries lanes. or like yep. multiple lanes covered. And then also driving pet peeves. This wasn't part of the plan, but you know what? I'm going to talk about them. Go for it. My goodness, some Utah drive. Most Utah drivers need to (laughs) figure out their crap, and it pisses me off. Uh, Signals, please, for the love of everything, use your signals. It's annoying as heck when people don't use them. And then there's also those some people, like some weird people, will signal that they're going to the right and then merge to the left. I don't, understand I, I don't understand the logic there, but they do it. Also, some people will drive with both feet where they've got like they're riding on their brake as they're driving. That's so stupid. Don't do that. Like, that's not cool. Um, yeah, it's not a foot rest. Yeah, that's all that does is it becomes a danger to other people. And also when you're on and off the, getting on and off the freeway, when you're getting on the freeway. I swear, if you're going 50 by the time you get onto the freeway, you're dumb. Unless your car is struggling, 
you should be set going at least 70 by the time you get on the freeway. You yep. guys, and if you aren't, you're the reason why there's traffic, bad traffic. That's all. Like, terrible. Stop doing that. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> I agree, honestly. And I commute. I, I commute on I-15. You know, um, at least three three times a week or more for work. Same. Um, Unless, so like, like before hybrid school, it would be every single day on the mm. freeway, and it just sucks because when you're trying to go 50. When you're trying to go 70, but some stupid idiot on the like in front of you is going 50 and trying to merge over, it causes so many problems and so much backup. Definitely, it is. It is definitely one of those things that's hard to to tell people that are getting into that driving mindset. You know, a lot of those people that are getting their licenses, and a lot of it just takes experience, time, yeah. you know, just driving around. Um, but that's and also, again, yeah. If you're going slow, go to, get to the right hand side. I, Definitely. I'm tired of people going. Left lanes are faster. Right lane. lanes are slower. It's it's yeah, that whole thing. It is interesting. Lane and you're just sitting in the lane. Move over. That's not what it's meant for. If you're going 70 on some of the left hand lanes, stop it and move over. Yes, if it's it's slow, one of those. You move to the right. It's one of those interesting things that's. You know, again, takes experience, takes time. They'll get that. Hopefully they're, you know, they pick up good driving habits and good driving skills. And we all have a lot to learn. You know, I definitely, you know, I'm guilty at one yeah. point or another of one of those things. But, you know, and going on yeah, along with, with the, like multiple accidents. Oh, yeah. No, going along with the, the whole milestone thing. I think another milestone that we're about to hit is graduation and college you know there's there's a lot of life plans everyone has all sorts of different plans for what they're going to do so um cam do you do you know what you're going to do right out of high school okay so life plans i don't have my life figured out whatsoever but i do have like minimal plans for like right after high school and it's because this summer I've got a lot of vacations it's kind of I kind of feel exhausted already just thinking about it like it sounds fun but it's also I'm going to be exhausted because the right after high school like right after graduation the week after I'm I'm possibly going down to Moab with a couple friends for that week and then I'm going to be going to Hawaii for about 8 days from like June 8th or something like that to the 18th for a senior trip with my family. And then right, I'll have the weekend. So like I'll get home the 18th, I'll have the weekend. And then on June 22nd, I'm going to be leaving to go to Fiji for HEFY, which is humanitarian, especially for youth. They do it. You're going to go, you go to different places for two weeks and you can, you'll build something like a medical area or a classroom or a house or something like that. And so for those two weeks, I'm going to be in Fiji for, uh, yeah, I'll be in Fiji for those two weeks. So I'll have Hawaii and then Fiji. And then that alone right there is about a month. So I'm going to be gone there from June 22nd to July 8th. Oh my and then gosh. the 24th, I've got a family reunion. So I've just got so much stuff going on. And at this point, like my dad keeps like pressuring me to get a job. But I'm not even sure it's worth getting a job two week, like two months before like graduation, and then I'm just going to be gone for two months. You know? 
And so then my current plan, I guess, right now is I'm going to probably go on a mission, like an LDS mission at the end of the year and spend the fall working, like working to make money mm -hmm. so that I can have money after the mission, you know? And then for college, the big planning stuff, I don't know. I, I've been bouncing back and forth between going to college and not going to college. And my current plan is going to, I'm going to go to UVU. I've already been accepted and mostly just going just so like I can figure out if there's something else I want to do because currently I'm going to a trade school for digital media. And right after that, like I'll be done with that by the end of high school, basically, if I just continue working on this. And so that means right after that, I could just go straight into getting a job in digital media. And my, I want to do video production so I could just go and get a job immediately after I wouldn't need to go to college, but I'm planning on going to college anyways and go super broad, kind of like one of our old um, interviewers, the one that worked at Amazon Taylor Jensen said, but like just going broad so you can figure out what you want to do. And that's kind of what my plan is see it's like yes my plan right now is um, video productions but that might not be the best option for me so going to college going broad and see if there's something else i want to do and if i still decide to go to digital media then i'm probably just going to drop out because i'll just i'll be working a digital media job anyways i'll have some i'll have that um i'll have that other that technical college to rely on so i don't need to spend a ton of money on college like it seems pointless if I've already got something else to rely on. Yeah, definitely. That's, you know, it makes sense. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of things out there, a lot of options. College can be very flexible to, to what you want it to be as well as if you're doing a trade, you know, that's relevant. Yeah. You can definitely do a lot of things, you know, life. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of stress and emphasis on college, right? And it, you know, granted there are some, amazing benefits to college and college is a gateway you know to jobs even if you might not be using specific parts of what you've learned in college having that degree you know is another indicator for for a lot of companies that they can hire you and rely on you to get things done um so you know you don't have to splurge and go to a really expensive college especially if you can't pay it back like let's say you go um harvard and do some some sort of degree but then that field doesn't generally pay like, well. Yeah, if you're going to Harvard for like I don't know, elementary school education, I don't even know if Harvard Harvard does that. But if you're doing that, that's not smart. Yeah, not even good. if you're it's not, not pay it off. even if it's not just Harvard, but colleges in general that are extremely pricey. You know, if you know what you're gonna do with your life, let's say it doesn't have a very large, you know, payment pool. You know, it doesn't make you know, six figures or millions of dollars, then don't go into a school that will leave you with, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of debt that you might not be able to pay off. And that's, yeah, you know, something like, Dave Ramsey says yeah. and other financial planners talk about all the time. Yeah, because if you're going to college and you end up with $60,000 in debt and you get a job that pays 60000 a year, you're not paying that off, at yep. least not anytime so, soon. I mean, there are definitely helpful parts you know debt might be necessary in a lot of areas like for me my my plan right out of high school um 
I have already submitted my paperwork um, on my end to serve an LDS mission, a two-year mission. For those that, that don't know what this is, is, um, you know, what we believe in is our, our missions, you know, those able-bodied men that are, you know, ages 18 and older serve for two years a religious sabbatical in which they completely disconnect from the rest of the world. So no watching movies. You don't listen to music that comes out. You focus the entire two years on studying the gospel or the Bible, the Book of Mormon, things that we believe in, and you proselyte, you teach it to other people, as well as doing a lot of humanitarian aid and service for those two years. So that's something I'm planning on doing right after high school. You know, my availability is June 20th. So Cam, while you're, you're while you're back for that weekend, you could probably make it to my farewell. Um, hopefully, I don't <laughs> hopefully. know. Like, I'll have like weekends where I'm going to be yeah. home, and that's it. Exactly. And then after that, you know, I didn't get into a college that I wanted to get into. Um, I want to do pre-med stuff because my end goal is is surgery. And that's another thing where like debt is inevitable. Um, for me, I got into the University of Utah, though. And so I'm probably going to do my intent to enroll there and then reapply to that college that I can get into when I get back for my mission just to see what happens. You know, and I have th- those two years to also think about it more and more and to learn and grow. Um but I'm, I, I did calculations and stuff with med school and my bachelor's degree. If I were to go with University of Utah, I'll, you know, exit med school with about $313,000 in debt, you know, student loans, things like that. Um, but then it's also but I, in med school, you make a lot of money and you can pay that off. Exactly. Residencies actually don't pay that well. It's around 45000 to $80,000 a year in residency. But when you get contracted outside of your residency, once you finish that up and you become board certified, then you start making, you know, six figures. And it, you know, I know, I know quite a bit of surgeons and it comes fast when that happens. So there's definitely some, some very good benefits, you know, into going into a prestigious school or getting into debt when you know what you're going to do. But with this whole senior year and plans changing, and now that I'm at the cusp of graduation. Oh, it's so scary. Part to of, about, yeah, exactly. Part of me, part of me is rethinking everything. You know, what if, you know, I think it's everyone sort of has these fears of like, what if it's something that I I get to and it's not for me? Or what if I don't make it? What if I'm not cut out for it? And it, it's something that's hard to see because I, I work with some med students for my internship. I do COVID testing and I work with a handful of medical students and people that have graduated, you know, University of Utah or BYU in pre-med studies or that have taken the MCAT and are now applying to med schools. And I realize they don't know as much, you know, as I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as them and they're in the same boat as me in which they're like, well, what now we're applying to all these med schools and, you know, we don't know if we'll get in. What if we flunk out? You know, there's all sorts of doubts that everyone has. And so I'm still kind of deciding, you know, so if you don't know what you're going to do, like, you know, Cam with college or I in career fields, that's totally fine because we have, you know, you can, the greatest part about life is how flexible it can be with all these colleges, all these opportunities, all these fields. You just got to find something, I guess, that you enjoy. And that's something that I've been trying to do and seeing. I don't know. I don't, you as a listener, you might relate to a lot of the things we're saying. So if you do, you should definitely reach out to us and tell us about your story, your experiences with those things. 
Yeah, and it's always been interesting to me because it's like, why do we push? Like some people, like very few people know exactly what they want to be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And in that case, those people are like, yeah, go, go do what you want to do. But most people don't know what the heck they're doing. I don't know why we push so hard for people to just go straight into college or straight into a job that they don't know that they want to be in, you know? Like just everyone it's like feels so pressured, especially senior year, to apply for the colleges you want to get into. you got to like prepare, do all the ACT or SAT stuff only to get into college and kind of just surf for around for a while trying to figure out what exactly you want to do. And then you spend tens of thousands of dollars for a couple years and then you finally realize what you want to do. And then you start working towards that. But when you, but then what you could have just done is take a couple year break and work and um, kind of get your life together and figure out what you want to do and then go to college and then you can, if if that's what you need, want to do, and then then it's less time, like less wasted time, I guess, less wasted money. I don't know. It's always just been so strange to me that everyone feels yeah. like you need to just get thrown into college now, or else you're just going to lose your life. So well, and like with- you're going to lose your life a lot more by not by just surfing in college, like kind of just coasting yep. in college. I think for me, something that I've realized is like I'm scared of getting into debt just because I'm like, how am I going to pay this off? I know a lot of people have interesting ways to pay off debt. Um, I know people keep like a budget, spreadsheet. Um, something You do something interesting. Your family has done something interesting with debt, right, Cam? You've done. Yeah. What is it that you guys so, do? So, yeah. So we've been before high school, like for me, um, We've had, like, our family had a lot of debt, mostly because of my dad. And, you know, he's been honest about this to us. Like, it's definitely been him. And it was because of college debt and credit card debt and just a bunch of different debt where it got to the point where they were getting credit to pay off other credit that they had to pay off. So it's just an end. It felt like it felt like they were getting themselves into their own Ponzi scheme. Which okay. Kind of sounds ridi- which sounds ridiculous, and it was. Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So, like my and the thing is, it's like my, like my dad has been like trying to drill this into us for like forever. It's like don't get into debt unless you absolutely have to. And I, from what I've t- taken, is like the only time you should absolutely get into debt is if for college, if your if it makes sense for your career or for a house. Or maybe possibly a car, but even then it's not worth it. Yeah. Because my, like, for, my dad had a ton of student loans for college, even though he had scholarships and he was making the money that he could have paid it off and not had loans. And it's like my mom, on the other hand, she didn't even know about scholarships. She didn't get any scholarships, but she still came out of college debt free from working hard and budgeting. And so our family had just a ton of debt that we needed to pay off. And it wasn't until recently that um, we started cracking down on that. And my sister decided that it, like a good way to like help us is she created this debt chain. Where so you got like those paper chains that you do like count down the days. And that's what we yeah. did for our family went for debt, where each chain was a thousand dollars and had some small ones and there's some really long ones. And we're on our last chain, but it's also the longest one. I think it was like 
it's it's a ton of money. Like we had a um, like it went down all the way to the floor, and then we would lift it back up with this hook, and then it would go halfway down to the floor again. It it was long, and but from a debt consolidation company, they were able to negotiate that debt down. They thought it was going to be sixty thousand dollars, but now to forty three thousand dollars. So that's the last debt we have, and with selling some of their stocks from where they work, they will be able to take out all of that debt within the next couple months. That's that's impressive. So that's only, that's amazing. Yeah. So the only debt our family will have is mortgage payments. And okay. if they were to continue the way that they, we are now, where it's like recently we have been letting like kind of loosening up on this, but before this, it was like total crackdown. Down. We would only we never went out for food. Rarely did we do that. We would uh, we would only get clothes if we really needed them. Uh, we would eat at home, and even then, it was more cheap stuff. We, recently, we've been loosening it up, but. If we were to if we were to continue this, I think we all my parents would be able to pay off their mortgage in like two years, two three years. So it's nice. I mean, it kind of sucks because uh, my entire like high school career, I guess, been paying off debt. We haven't been doing much here. We haven't we have done a lot of like vacations and family time and stuff. But I know it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna be gone, and then that's when my parents and my family are gonna be able to do stuff again. And that's just kind of how it is being the oldest, but it kind of sucks. Yeah. So I guess kind of like learned it hard way. Debt's just not the way to go. Definitely. Yeah. You should be able to avoid debt, but there are debt can be helpful in building up a credit score. So like credit cards for gas bills and then paying those gas bills off right away before they, yeah. you know, accrue any interest on them. That's, yeah, you know, then you can just pay off your debt and then, the, long, the more that you pay off the debt on time, um, you can build up a better credit score, which can help you further in life. Like exactly. You were telling the story about someone in your like. Yes. So, so yeah, someone in my in my neighborhood. They I'm not going to get into specifics just because you know privacy reasons, of course. But they were telling me that their their credit card limit is extreme. It's in the tens of thousands of dollars just because they've been really good about paying off their credit card debt and they've been working like really hard. Six figures. Oh yeah. Ridiculous. They, they budget very well and they're very frugal, even though they do have a lot of wiggle room to do all sorts of things. Um, just having that frugal mindset, keeping a budget. So I guess for those in high school and middle school, um, when you get your first job or if you're working in the summer doing, you know, lawn mowing, lawn care, like how I did with my brother, how we started it out, budget that money. So make a spreadsheet, put it down, Say like this: How much I made? This is how much I spent? Um, and just see see where that goes. Learn about all sorts of things. Just be curious about the world. Um, so yeah, debt. You know, there's a lot of things I think people just don't know about debt or the the different options that are out there. And there's all sorts of other podcasts and people that that can talk about that too. And and stories. You know, your parents are are great examples. Are a useful you know. tool, but they're also a very predatory tool. So if you don't know what you're doing, it's best just not to use them, honestly. Exactly. It's yeah, especially similar to Warren like, Buffett's rule. Don't use it if you don't know it. With his yeah, especially those pre-approved cards. Unless you know what you're getting yourself into, don't do it. It's because 
it's those kind of things where it's like you can get a line of credit at a store, also a terrible idea because they'll like do a hard check on your credit score, which will decrease your credit score, and then they can just reject you, and then you don't, and then now you just have a lower credit score and you got nothing in return. I don't know. I feel like it's yep. just a lot more hassle than it's worth at some points. Definitely, it is. I think it could go on for hours, this sort of discussion on this, but it's definitely interesting. I want to know what you guys have to say about that. So, you know, in the comment sections of our of our website or on our social media platforms, please reach out to us, tell us your stories, ask us questions you might have, um, you know, you guys want us to answer on this show that we could maybe look up for you or experiences of our own. Um, but it's been it's been great having you guys. Yeah, if you guys would tell others about our podcast and share it, it would be awesome for our senior project. And it would be really awesome if we could get more people on. And thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode. Um, We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.